Good morning, everyone. Um, again, happy, must have said it a few times, but happy new year to you all. Um, and thank you for joining us. Um, if you're from TRPC or from other places, uh, we're glad that you could join us this morning. Um, as we start the new year, my prayer is that uh, even with the very difficulties that we have that surround us these days uh, and that things that we face uh, due to the COVID, uh, that we will be drawn closer to our Lord and, uh, and that we may have peace and comfort that only the Lord God could give us. And as a family of God, especially here at TRPC, that each one of us is always ready and willing uh, to be incur- an encouragement to others so that the Lord God is glorified even more. So I'd like to start today with, um, you know, just going back uh, 25, 30 years ago and, and just um, especially the older people, I think they will be very familiar with it. If you're a young person, you are very fortunate. But going back that many years, uh, if you needed to travel someplace, if you wanted to go to a friend's house who may be half an hour away from your home, uh, you need to plan ahead. There was no GPS. So uh, you would have to call a friend and get the directions, and they would give you how many lights and what street to take, and, and you would just have to follow that direction. Um, if you're going out of state, you would need to get the atlas, uh, the map, uh, and you start highlighting uh, the direction where you want to go. Um, in some cases, you need to get the country map or state map or local map or city map, and you would have to go one through the other to get to where you want to go. Um, it was doable. Uh, we all did it, I guess, at that time. It worked. We got to where we wanted to go, um, and it was helpful. So no complaints at that time. But then uh, we have the GPS was invented, and we could thank God for that. Uh, so the GPS came out, and, and you still have a handheld device that in some cases you need to upload or download the, the area where you want to go to. It didn't give you the full state or country like now. It just gave you sections. And, you know, if you want to go to Pennsylvania, you may have to download that that area. Um, and and it was still great. I mean, I loved it at the time. Uh, but now we have this GPS that surrounds us. They, they come automatically in the car, built in. They come in the iPhone, smartphone. Um, and they're very useful. They're very helpful. Uh they're very accurate. Uh, they give us directions. When you put in the address, that's all you have to worry about. You don't have to go and mark everything up. It's just a matter of seconds. You have the, the direction where you want to go to. And uh, like I said, it's very accurate. It gives you how many, how long it's going to take you to get to the destination. It'll tell you um, how many miles. It'll tell you um, if there's traffic on the way. Um, and so forth. And if, if you have traffic on the way, in some cases, it will give you a different road to take. So you could prevent that uh, delay that we have. I've been, I've been driving the last couple of weeks to LaGuardia airport and I get up early and, and leave the house 
And I find myself maybe going different direction every day. And I was wondering why. Um, one time I ignored the, the GPS and I found myself in traffic and I realized, hey, I should have listened to what the GPS, but it'll take me to the Holland Tunnel, it'll take me to the Lincoln Tunnel, and or it will take me to the George Washington Bridge. And they all lead to the same direction. It's taken me to LaGuardia Airport. That's where I wanted to be, and it'll, it'll take me there. And it's just a, a great device that we have. Unfortunately, just like the GPS, um, um, given directions, many people, even in different churches um, in this world, believe uh, that there may be different ways to get to God, right? I'm just saying this just a, a little bit just to prove my point and I'll be moving forward from this. I think we all know this, but uh, I'd like to bring it up anyway. Is that various people may believe that there's ways to God that we could go uh, aside from Jesus. Uh, good works, giving money, uh, doing good deeds and so forth. Uh, but as Christians, we know uh, that there's only one way. Uh, the Bible teaches us, the Bible shows us and directs us. The Holy Spirit led us already. Uh, most of us know the Lord as Savior. And, and there's only one way. There's no many ways that we could get to, to God the Father. And Jesus said uh, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And, and we're very familiar with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then I'd like to share this verse as well, as, as we go through this, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, we're all very familiar with it. For by grace, we, you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So we're, it's by faith that we have in Jesus that he came to die for us. It's God's grace that saved us. That That's the only way. And, and that's the Lord Jesus is the only way uh, for that. As I was preparing this topic uh, for this message, I kept thinking of what the Bible teaches and the various directions the Bible gives us and the responsibilities as Christians. This does not mean only few at the church have responsibilities. It means all of us as, as a family have responsibilities, different responsibilities, just as loving each other, forgiving each other, helping each other. Um, when there's a need, caring for each other, encouraging one another, and so much more. Uh, the GPS gives us direction to places we want to go. If we don't follow the GPS direction, you will most likely be delayed, you might get lost, or so forth. As believers in Christ, the Bible gives us different directions as well. Not to get to the Father, but as Christians, how we ought to walk and what we need to do. There's many directions there for us, and that's why they are in the Bible. And, uh, and if, there's, if there's no uh, direction that we follow, um, there'll be a lot of discouragements. Uh, there will be divisions, lack of unity at the church, and lack of blessing and so forth. This morning, the Lord led me to talk about encouragement. There's a lot of things that we need to do, but the Lord led me to 
talk about encouragement, how we could encourage each other. Um, and that's the topic about today. Um, you will be surprised that when you encourage someone, the likelihood of how much that person will be lifted up when he gets a text or when he gets a call or or whatever it is that you try to help him with uh, or encourage him with. Um, and in, in some cases, this encouragement comes in a timely manner where the person may need it most. And it will lift that person up really well. And, and God's name is glorified even, even more. Uh, this morning, um, as Paul had mentioned, the term is just do it, right? So I'll be using that term quite often as we go through some of the items that I have uh, for you this morning, as I have for us. That means I'm included because this message is for all of us, mainly me as well. Um, I fail in many parts, and I pray that this year, as we start this new year, that we could be better at it, Uh, all of us could be better for each other. Um, I know we're we're meeting right now in Zoom, but but we still could encourage each other in, in various ways. So encouragement um, uh, can lead to better worship and relationship amongst uh, us as a family of God. Uh, in Colossians 3.16, it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and, and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Encouragement uh, to one another can bring about unity and greater knowledge of God. It will draw us closer to each other as a family. Because encouragement is so important to the church, God doesn't simply recommend it. He clearly commands it. He clearly commands it that we encourage one another. I failed. Maybe some of us failed, but we could do better because it's God's. He asked us for that. I want to read just a few verses now and just as in Hebrews 3, verse 13, it says, but encourage one another daily while it's called today, lest anyone of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. First Thessalonians uh, 4, 8, therefore comfort one another with these words. First Thessalonians 5, 11, therefore comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. Let's do what we can to encourage one another in words and deeds, giving grace in your or in our words. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Um, I want to read also another verse uh, from Hebrew 10, um, verse 24 and 25. Let us uh, consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day day approaching. I was looking at this verse and I I came across another translation. Uh, I usually like to stick with New King James Version, but as I was doing some research, I I came with this and uh, it's really clear. It's so simple. It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to act of love and of good works. 
Let us think of ways to motivate one another to act of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the days of his return is drawing near. We know it's difficult right now. We're meeting on Zoom for the next month, for January. And, and it has been that way in and out. We've been at the chapel. A few times we had to close. And sometime, one time we're for length for a period of time. But, you know, when we meet together, yeah, it's, it's, it's really great to see everyone come out. And, and, and there by itself, it's an encouragement to all of us. I, I'm sure some of us here like to be at the church right now. But we have to play it safe. Uh, some some of us got so comfortable with Zoom that they just wanted to stay home and maybe have a cup of coffee and 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 be at you know just watch everything on Zoom and maybe that's okay. But but the purpose is we have a church and we could get together and maybe when the time comes we all could be together one way or another to encourage each other to just lift each other up in various ways. But in the meantime, you know, we have the cell phones, we have the computer, we have uh, mail, and, and we could encourage each other in other ways. Why, why we need encouragement? God commands his people uh, uh, to encourage each other because he knows we need it. In the Gospel of John, uh, the Lord Jesus was an encourager to his disciples. All the, you know, every time he mentioned something, he will encourage them. This is just something that the Lord said in, you know, John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What an encouragement to his disciples at the time. And, and this verse is always an encouragement to probably all of us of what the Lord has said there. Um, we live in a broken world where everything calls us toward selfishness and hopelessness. Uh, sin steals, our bodies break down, our plans falls, fails, our dreams fade. We are promised suffering, persecution, and trials and various kind, of, of various kinds. Um, when we talk about encouragement, uh, when we encourage, when encouragement is missing, from the life of a church. Some may feel unloved. Some may feel unimportant or useless and forgotten. God knows his people need grace-filled reminders. So he called us to encourage each other every day until his son returned, which we just read a little while ago in Hebrews 3.13. But encourage one another daily uh, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Let's just do it. Let's do our best to encourage one another. Uh, it doesn't take much effort, believe me. Let's just do it. What is encouragement? We are talking about, we're not talking about encouragement uh, focused on complimenting somebody because of the way they dress or because of their food that they make, the delicious soup or cake or whatever it is. But we are talking about different kind of encouragement. We're talking about encouragement the scripture is referring to it explicitly Christian encouragements. Encouragement is shared with the hope that it will lift someone's heart toward the Lord. Uh, 
uh, in, in Colossians 4, 8, I am sending him, and that is Titus, to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstances and comfort your hearts and encourage your hearts. It points out proof of grace in another's life to help them see God is using them. It points a person to God's promise that assures them that all they face is under his, his control, God's control. In the New Testament, uh, shows that the encouragement was a regular part of the early church when they were together. Uh, they shared scripture together, uh, words of encouragement to one another about the faith, hope, unity, and joy, and strength, and fruitfulness, faithfulness, perseverance, and the certainty of Christ's return. All these are in Acts, and, and Romans, and Hebrews. It's so many things that talks about how the, the church started and, and what they were doing. They were encouraging each other. And that does not end there. It's, it should continue uh, to us these days. Encouragement was an, an essential way of extending grace to each other. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. How do I grow in being an encouragement to others here at TRPC? Um, fortunately, just like the GPS, um, there isn't only one right way to encourage each other. There's many ways. But here are a few ideas to help you get started, to help me get started as well. Let's pray for God to make an, an, us an encourager. Um, Let's ask him to give us a heart that loves others, an imagination to know how to show it. I think it's very simple, but just, just let's do that. Let's ask God to help us. Just do it. Um, I like to share a verse, which is, I think it's completely out of this topic, but I like to point it out because I think when I, when I read this, I, I think of it For the church, right? Uh, the Lord is, is talking about loving our enemies, right? And and he comes to this verse, Matthew 5, 46, 4. If you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. Well, this really doesn't apply. But but in, in the church, a lot of, of us have favorite people. We could get along with people better than others. And maybe that's okay. It's really okay. But we cannot ignore everybody because when we wanted to encourage, we should try to encourage those who are weak, those who may need it most, not just our friends, not those who we communicate with every day or uh, every few days. We should try to communicate with those who we don't communicate with. Uh, let's make encouragement a daily discipline. For some of us, encouragement comes naturally. For others, not so much. Only you know, and I know, where we stand with how to encourage others. Let's ask the Lord to help us as uh, help us daily so we could be better encouragers. Let's just do it. We, we could encourage people using scripture. Um, um, if you are able to, that'd be great because nothing encourages us more than the promises that God gives us in his word. 
Let's just do that. Let's just do it. Let's try to be specific in the way we say things to encourage others. Uh, what's the need? What are, you, what are you encouraging the person about? And, and so forth. What are you praying about? Let's just do that. Let's just do it. Um, let's be available to help in, in the church uh, in different ways, right? Are you handy? Are you willing to get your hands dirty? What can I do to relieve some responsibilities of others? This could be an encouragement to some people, you know, and could be an encouragement to church as a whole. Just do it. Uh, last week we had the annual meeting and uh, one of the topics was the local service. And this includes helping out uh, with meals. And it was brought out this morning um, to some who may be in need. You know, that's a great encouragement to those who are getting the meals when they're sick or when, when uh, somebody get, have a baby or other reasons. It's a great encouragement. That's another way to be encouraged. Um, Um, encourage the elders or the pastors in the church. I know most of us we don't we don't have a we don't have a pastor in our church, but some of us may be joining us that have a pastor, that good church that have a pastor. They need to be encouraged as well. Uh, elders are not exempt from being discouraged. I could vouch for that myself as an elder. And I, I get discouraged, not once, but but many times. So let's be encouraged to the elders as well. Just do it. And encouragement is not limited to just the church family, obviously. At times we need to encourage others who may not come to, to our church or that or do not know the Lord as their savior. If you know someone who needs encouragement, we need to also reach out to them with an encouragement as well. Uh, our hope is that they may, if they don't know the Lord, that they may come to know the Lord with the, encourage them, the encouragement we give them. So let's also keep that in mind. When we are thinking of, of, uh, of a person or praying for someone, let, let's take the time to let them know that we are praying for them. You could text them, you could call them, you could email them. If you like, you could send them a card. And what imaginations uh, do you have to encourage others? And let's, let's just do it. And let's just get started. Uh, as we start the new, the new year, we already, today's the night, and we have a long way, but the, the long way will go really fast, and hopefully we all could be active in encouraging each other in different ways. Uh, we need uh, us to grow. We all need to grow in Christ. We all need to, to be there for each other, uh, to love each other, obviously, and to care for each other. Uh, who can you encourage right now as you're sitting down listening to this? Who has blessed you recently that you can thank by sending a message or a text or call. What verse can you share with them? And in what circumstances a person is facing? 
that could use our encouragement. Think about it. And let's just do it. So we could lift someone up and that God, God's name could be glorified even more. He loves us and, and most of us love him. And we, we love each other. Hopefully we all love each other and care for each other. And uh, let's just do our best to to be an encouragement for this new year for each one of us. We definitely could all be improving in this. Um, I know I could improve myself. So let's just pray. Dear Lord, we just want to thank you um, this morning for for the meeting that uh, we had before, breaking our bread or remembering your love for us and and your forgiveness uh, by dying on the cross of Calvary for us. We thank you for the many encouragement you have given to us and your lessons, your examples. And uh, just uh, we're grateful for that. And as we uh, talk about this topic of encouragement, Lord, we just pray that you help us, each one of us, uh, myself uh, included, uh, is to be a better encourager to each other, um, that we might be able to lift someone who may be in need up. Uh, help us, use us, Lord, in, in various ways. Just uh, give us the will and, and the love for those around us. And, uh, help us be gracious and kind. Help us to be a good encouragers to others, Lord, to be. Just thank you for this time again. And we ask all these things in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen.